time if you're going to um, get it all up. <laughs> I wish, unfortunately, I can't plug my uh, headset into my phone. My iPhone doesn't come with a USB port, unfortunately. Uh, no. <laughs> I- I'm staying away from that one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that is the whole iPhone Android debate? <laughs> it's not a debate. <laughs> How to start the live stream? Start a fight. Oh yeah, straight, straight in. That's alienate half the listeners. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, then you got the weird people on the Google phones, don't you? As well. Well, I mean, this is the thing. It's, it's you know, it, it's sparking conversation in the chat. It's all engagement. Even the people who um, <laughs> use the wrong brand. <laughs> <laughs> he sent up my online manager. He was like, he was a, he was a, a big Android phone, and I was like, yeah, but I can just easily transfer over, and I don't want to have to do all that annoying, um, you know, changing they're, they're, numbers and all that, unlocking phones, and they're very much that tool for the job. That's that's you know, it's same with the PC versus Mac or anything else. Mm. It's, it's it's a tool for a job. Some suit some people better than others. That's that is ultimately it. Yeah, I'm I don't get professional Macs. to be on the fence in that sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't get, I don't get Macs at all. Um, I probably need a better laptop or need a new laptop, <laughs> I should say, if we're on technology. I won't be getting one that Mac. doesn't crap out just before a podcast. <laughs> I mean, my computer is very old. Uh, literally, if you see like my face when it did it, I was just like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Tech, tech knows this. It tech, it's like a photocopier. Yeah, if you're not in a rush to get something photocopied, photocopier yeah. works fine. No problems works at all. all time. Yeah. You've got the slightest bit of urgency about what you're trying to do. You you, you need to be somewhere else. The things yeah. that you've they been can smell fear and urgency. Yep. Yeah. They're always going to play up. <laughs> smells always. deadlines. Yeah, yeah. Smells yeah. deadlines. We get the same at work. We'll have, you know, a big deadline drawing issues or something on a, like on a Friday, and then everyone's yeah. machines start going slow or I can. Yeah, it's uh, it's the gremlins in the machine. Oh, I was like, we had it last week where we were like, we use one main system for everything. Like, it literally runs the unit. And about half past, so about half past one, just before handover, it decided to have a heart attack. And literally, we obviously have paper backups, as, as you yeah. know, all these kind of like major companies do. And we literally got all got it all out, got it all written up, got it all set up, wrote about two entries on every single bit of paper, and then it came back. to the point that we had to um you know kind of uh like re kind of retype everything so (laughs) uh, yeah my computer is actually working now so you can see oh this is we get a get a second you this will be interesting a second you yeah i just need probably the links on my phone which is what i want so (laughs) 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 Hmm. right I don't know if it will let me jump out while I switch into Instagram. Hopefully, you can still see me and hear me. It just might look. Oh, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> this is, this is live switchover. Yeah. Live. This is how technology in the, uh, in the UK right now. It's just. Yeah. Uh, uh. But how how has your day been? Other than the uh, technical. Yeah, it was the looks of it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do this one-handed as well as cool. It's like multitasking. Awful. Yeah, it's getting warmer around you in Kent. It was oh, well, over 20, it's well over 20 degrees today. Oh. And it's due to be 25 or 26 by the weekend. 
that should be yeah. very nice. And that's no, I can't. I, I I've melted twenty three. I start melting. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, one of the um. One twenty one twenty two is optimal for me. That's optimal. Right. Twenty five to twenty six is fine if there's a breeze and you don't want to be outside. But no, it's generally yeah. too hot. Eighteen with sun is is about my limit. You know. I'm, anything past that it's it's moaning time yeah I could, yeah 18 to 21 as it's nice operating temperature i can i can function there this is celsius yeah. of course for for any listeners in freedom yeah. units i might have to just stay on my phone because it doesn't want to do the link my computer's on but it doesn't want to do the link i hate technology i really do <laughs> Phone. Phone's fine. Just sit. Just sit your phone against the against the screen of your computer. Yeah, with, um, <laughs> got the annoying headphone socket out of the bottom, so I will. Ah. See, if you flip it upside down, we just get get an Australian version of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not doing the dodgy accent. Cut the cut the matchboxes. Come on, you're a maker. Sort it out. <laughs> yeah. I do. Like, I, live I do. problem solving. <laughs> I do have, actually, I wonder. He says, I do have a selfie stand somewhere. Where I've put it is another question. But... <laughs> oh, well, screw it. We'll do it like this. We'll just do it like this. It's fine. Aim <laughs> in front of the five-hour podcast, then. <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately not. I do have work again in the morning. <laughs> I mean, you guys can do a five-hour podcast, by all means. And I'll watch Oh, no, last... we, we've... We've had the um, we generally been the, the half term it. this week, so yeah. tomorrow I've got to actually get up at a sensible time again and get a young one ready for school and things. And yeah, uh, yeah. What was last week? Three and a half hours last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I watched it. It was, it was yeah. um, three, three, you three, three, three twenty-five. I mean, that was Car- carnage yeah. was last week. <laughs> yeah, because I mean the the one two weeks ago the chocolate walk crimes one properly that properly made me giggle and yeah i was just like when the stream ended i was like no that like what happened <laughs> i need more <laughs> yeah that was that was, yeah that was two two good episodes on a trot there yeah, yeah. Poor, poor Steve. Just, and, and good for carnage yeah <laughs> And poor Steve. <laughs> I mean, could have claimed yeah. Every time Steve's on, it's an intervention of some sort. But <laughs> we, we do love him, really. He, we wouldn't oh, yeah. be here without him. No, I mean, I, it's, like, this is the first ever podcast I've been on, so or, like, or ever done or anything. So it's like a complete weird experience for me. Uh, well, hey, you're, you're, not the, you're not the first podcast virgin that we've had on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been a, a significant number of our guests. Yeah. And hey, we, we were at one point as well. Uh, yeah, they were kind of... I mean, every, every, person on a, every person on a podcast was, yeah, hmm. at some point. When did you start doing that? I know you say just recently hit just over 100 episodes, so congratulations. It was, a, it was about 101 weeks ago-ish, give or take a few that we missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> four, four weeks? Four Something or five like weeks? That. Okay. So, yeah, nearly two years ago. Wow. I I think I had done some podcasts before then. Yeah. No, I've I've listened to a couple, um, mainly making it podcast. Um, Mm. 
Bob Claggett and stuff, because that's kind of where my journey, journey started, really. Um, watching Bob Claggett, Steve Ramsey, yeah, the god, the god of woodworking. Um, yeah, they, these were the kind of guys I started watching, and I was like, oh, well, uh, that looks cool. Why don't I do that? I was just about to say, were you were you making before you started them, or were you watching those and which got you into making? No, um, it was kind of a dual thing, really. It was watching watching those guys and going, "That looks really cool." Because mm. I'm not, I'm, I'm self taught in everything I do. I've not had like did a bit of school like you all do, but it was watching them, and it was when me and my as in our ex partner uh, bought our house, and we'd come out of rented as been for years, and it was because of, oh, I want to do that. I can just do that. Yeah. Um, and I basically took, I, it ended up with, long story short, I took over the garage. Um, <laughs> essentially, it was like my space, you know. Um, and I started, I first built the um, mitre bench that Bob Claggett made for his, his plans. And that was, that taught me quite a lot because it was building a workbench for a, for a tool that I needed to put the tool on. It was yeah. one <laughs> it's chicken and egg. Yeah, it, it was hundred percent that, and it just kind of it's just taken off from there. It's been well, what when I fight like probably like my fifth year te- like technically of making. Hmm. Um, I had about a, fit, a year break when I moved out of the house, and I didn't have a I didn't have a space to do it. Um, but I was quite open on my kind of Instagram page about it, and. Now I've got a slight, out, like slight outdoor space, so I'm hoping that I can start making some, making some bits and bobs and stuff because I've got all my tools here, yeah. um, and I think the first, the first thing I'm going to make is going to be it's just an outside storage box. Um, that probably is it Stuart from Property DIY. Yeah. Um, I find a YouTube videos here. So I was looking looking for how like people who make one did some ideas and he made a really really simple one just out of true timber and feather edge boards and i was like i only want to store rough rough on walnut in it so i was like that's perfect so i just need to actually get five seconds to actually do it now um yeah it's just a hard bit with making yeah yeah because because I, I do shift work including oh, yeah. nights so I, I'm up at all weird and wonderful hours of the day and night. So, yeah, and sometimes if you're kind of in that sort of cycle of shift work, and then you you kind of wide awake at three in the morning and go, "Yeah, I want to make something now." Yeah, neighbours not happy. <laughs> Maybe don't fire up the power tools. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's it. And then say so on my rest days, I have my uh, my dog come to come to stay with me. So she obviously wants all the attention, and, and rightly so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just need to try and actually get. I've got time and around work to do it. I just need to either a trip to Wix or B and Q or other stores are available. Um, <laughs> We're not the BBC. No, <laughs> I think I think it's just Wix are like one of the closest ones to me, either that or Bradford's or something like that. But mm. um, but I think I don't know if the material situation's improved at all. In terms of getting hold of material. Yeah, it seems to be very hit and miss usually. Yeah. Um, I tend to go Wix just because it's, I mean, the trade card thing, you get 10% off. I mean, oh, okay. I don't have one of those. <laughs> so you, you could. You just, as a content creator, you could just set up, you just need like a business card and your yeah. address pretty much. 
and then yeah, you yeah. the um, Tread Pro, I think they call it. Okay. Um, but yeah, you get 10% off everything that, which is super handy. But oh, all nice. the wood's still banana wood. It's all beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's in. And, <laughs> yeah. It's tend to taking half the rack out, especially at home base when they were still around. You end up taking half the rack out just to find the one straight. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So speaking American 2 by 4 at the back. Uh, they, they have, uh, in, a, in our local Wix, they have, because um, we tend to use 3 by 2s more than mm -hmm. two by fours over here so for the framing and stuff uh mm -hmm. they normally have like a load of them uh all stood up which are all just warp and bow mm -hmm. but they they always have like a sneaky hidden set of uh yeah. all all laid down flat in with all like the plywood and things so they, yeah not plywood, in, like the plasterboard and things so yeah, usually if you know where you're going, that's you've got a nice yeah, I'll be in cool, has a straight cut, flat bit. The pallets of CLS. Yeah, that's yeah, three two CLS. Yeah, three by two and four by two. Just mm. you still gotta you still gotta check it because um, oh, you can yeah. somebody else has been in that's kind of you know, knows to check it. Yeah, it's a little bit it's of like, Yeah. <laughs> you know what find one it's side is up like, in yeah. a particular way rather than in the regular kind of yeah, just the regular stack, you know. Yeah, no, it's, like, I haven't been to Wix for a while. Not, well, not for any woodworking stuff, painting. Because um, I decided to be nice and repaint my flat that I'm currently sat in for. Because it was, I mean, I didn't realise there were so many shades of magnolia in the world. <laughs> yeah. And they were all on one wall, so like this wall behind me. And I was like, I, I can't. I literally, I can't deal with it. And I was just like... I said to him, like, just let me paint, like, repaint it. I'm not going to, like, do fancy colours or, you know, stencils yeah. or anything. I'm just going to one coat Magnolia just to even it up a bit. So, Stop the eye switch. Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, I filled a few of the, like, the holes and stuff, but such a kind of an old flat, it'll be there. I'll be there for hours. The quickest mm -hmm. thing would be potentially to... Um, Replasterboard over the top, or just ski yeah, skim coat it, like you know, yeah, find a, yeah, because I think that's just going to be the the kind of the easier thing. But but that's I think that's a good thing about my channel. I haven't, I'm not like woodworking this yeah. or woodworking that. So when I have had content that's not been woodworking, it's I've still been able to put it out. Um, and that, but that's that's kind of it's that kind of the the, the phrase DIY, isn't it? I, I think mm. I think for to a certain extent, I think in the UK, perhaps more so than elsewhere. I like because I, just because I can't comment about elsewhere. Mm. I think the kind of phrase DIYer is almost akin to maker. Mm. I think the phrase maker is something that's kind of, sort of maybe come in more recently, and has yeah. kind of now in envelope more people but i think yeah to a certain extent yeah if you're if you're a diyer for, for years i would call myself a diyer i tend to call myself yeah. a maker now but yeah diyer is kind of yeah i've done painting i've done i've done electrics i've done plumbing i've done bit building work yeah it's all those it covers all those sort of things hmm. although perhaps it's like so maker the, at the house isn't it rather yeah, than got, maker for fun i think that's, yeah. that's isn't it? It tends to, sort of DIY tends to be kind of very aimed at the mm. sort of you know, property, you know, mm. house flat, whatever. It's aimed at that rather than 
you know, maybe into kind of hard landscaping in the garden, but but not necessarily you know, book binding or leatherwork. Yeah, I mean, like that was one of the reasons why I kind of chose chose my name. It was like I, I want to be able to do these bits and bobs, and you know, do it myself and have a go at it. And mostly in my first year, get it wrong, um, and spend lots of money because I didn't plan on enough materials or some, you know. The age old, oh, I've got enough, it's fine, and then bugger. <laughs> why, why get someone in to do it for 120 quid when you can spend 250 on tools, yeah. 110 on materials, and get it wrong twice? <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I, I'm currently on the wait list for a, a track saw from Lumberjack. Nice. So, because they're out of stock at the moment. And it's like the last tool of all the tools that I potentially could need. Um, Traxor, nice. Find well, yeah. or plunge, or I think they give a different names, but I'd say Traxor or plunge are basically the same thing, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's pretty much. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, you can you could, you could run you could run a you can run a track saw with a circular saw. Technically, mm. that would be a circular saw. You'd have to yeah. find the track. Although they were somebody did make a track for circular saws. Can't think of Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, crikey, if you, if you look back in kind of old DIY books, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Put a bit Does of back the... on the end of a bit of plywood. Was it Craig that did one that was would just retrofit onto a normal. Might be, yeah. But uh, I think so an old... and then go I think, on the I think there's kind of a, if you go way back, but I can't think who now. Mm. But I, tra- I tell you what, a track saw mm. is. Super useful. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I only bought mine a few years ago. It's going more than a few years ago now. I wish I'd bought my track saw years earlier. Mm. Yeah, I bought I bought the table saw before I bought a track saw, and Same. I think certainly for DIY, I would thoroughly recommend to most people to get a track saw before a table saw. Yeah, if you're going to get into woodworking, if you're going to get into woodworking, yeah. then there's some big advantages to a table saw. Yeah. But I think that I think some of those, if you if you get the right bit of kit, I mean, something like Peter Millard, yeah, the sort of setup he's got, the MFD yeah. with the, the mm. kind of lifting hinge. I mean, he's he's only just got himself a table saw now, but he's got that process so finely honed yeah. for batching out what he needs. It's yeah, it's 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 just it's amazing. I I I, I if I had the space, I would go down that route possibly before going down a table saw route. Yeah, yeah. I can't think why I bought my table saw. Like <laughs> now, um, as to say, I, I bought mine just purely because of all the other people having table saws, and I thought, oh yeah, I can be, I, I can do that. And I saw a really good deal. Yeah, and then it's just sat there as a table for years now. Well, if you look, if you look at the like you know, the American woodworking videos, yeah, the table saw is, and some British ones as well. The table saw is the centre of the workshop. But a woodworking yeah. workshop, table saw is the centre of the workshop. For so many people. Yeah, Didn't for me. <laughs> very it's a very versatile piece of kit. You know, if you've mm-hmm. if you've got the right yeah. sort of jigs and sleds, yeah. you can do some really, really amazing work with them. And I was gonna say safely, but relatively safely. Mm. Well you hear some horror stories, don't you? Yeah. We've, yeah. we've heard some recently, but yeah. 
Stay, yeah. stay safe, stay vigilant, and don't yeah. become complacent with any power tool. But especially no. table saw. Don't ever wear gloves near a, a table saw. I learned, almost learned that the hard way. Yeah, anything, anything spinning. Yeah, yeah, avoid. Yeah, I mean, like that's the only time I've kind of had almost had an accident, really. But I le- like you know, I got lucky. I used one of my nine, nine lives, and <laughs> I learned. <laughs> Pets shouldn't be using tables. No, <laughs> no was, I, I think I bought. I think I bought because I've got a Bosch um, professional like job. I think the Americans call them jobs like saws. Yeah, like a contractor saw. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. yeah. Um, and <clears throat> and then I was like, well, I need to build something to put this on because it's a ridiculously heavy bit of kit for what it is. Um, and so I built. It's on my kind of my Instagram page. It's. Uh, it was like a table saw slash eight feed. So yeah, it was kind of all in one and added storage because I said I was working out of a 25 square meter garage, which I mean, it's pretty big by garage standards, but um, just to try and maximize, maximize space. And even then it's still not enough space. <laughs> there never are. Never enough space. Well, no, because I had to make sure everything was on wheels because just in case we had to share it with a car. Um, so, which, yeah, I was, I was very dare it. I know. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think wheels are I, I, not underrated, but I think perhaps underused. They're great if you've got a flat floor. Oh, mm. very true. Terrible very for true. Yeah, for yeah. anything not completely flat, it's a nightmare. Yeah, put your table, bolt it down, and leave it. it. Just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and even the, tink- the tinkerage floor isn't flat. But I've got, I've only got one thing on wheels, which is my bandsaw. But that it, it's kind of, yeah, it, it's kind of, it it falls back into position because it's sort of this. Mm-hmm. The tinkerage was originally a uh, scullery, so I think the floor is designed to kind of, or at least allow water to f- float down to the, the drain because it was an open drain. Mm. Although I know the water does pool in the opposite corner from the drain as well. And I had some water that had a leak. Um, we, we've all had those discoveries, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... We we put... The, the men's shed, we put... We've now put everything apart from the two... We've got two benches, kind of woodworking benches. One of which is a really good solid base made out of I was going to say four inch. It's not four inch. It's probably three, three and a half inch beach, solid as anything, with a forty millimeter chipboard top. That's really heavy, and that's we've got, we've also got a, a Draper woodworking yeah. bench with a couple of kind of. It, it's too light, isn't it? It's, it, it yeah, it moves around too easily. But they're, they're the only things now that are on. Oh, we've got a, a kitchen cabinet in one corner working mm. on it as well. Apart from that, everything else is now on wheels. And that just gives us so much flexibility. We haven't got a huge amount of space. Yeah. It's uh, 20, 23 by 12 feet. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, talking. <laughs> Metric system. Metric system. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's because we measured it in feet because it was, it, it was, it was fitted better than the metric. Uh, uh, okay. so, Six meters by... Yeah, it's four. Six by four. Ish. Yeah, okay. six and a half Ish. by four. Um, 
So it's, it's, it just means we've got the flexibility if, if somebody wants to mill down some mm. uh, yeah full-length pieces of timber, we can shift the planer or the table saw into the middle and with the extraction sorted out. But somebody else is just working on small bits that can just be at the side. Mm. I, th- I think it's because I, I obviously started watching Steve Ramsey and he's all about workshop on wheels and um that kind of kind of lifestyle so i think that kind of got ingrained to me yeah uh, so it's the workshop in the garage though isn't it it's that's the kind of woodworking for, weekend woodworking weird yeah um i can't think of the models yeah that's yeah. it yeah mm. but he does a weekend woodworking course which is what i was trying to think of um but i think if i get a garage like whenever i manage to get another place then it will not be. It will be used for storage for a tiny bit, and then the rest will be what it's what it's meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> and rightly so, because I am missing. I didn't realise it until I actually started doing it that I do miss making. Mm. Um, and going to make a central for the last two years has been torture. When I've come away, yeah, you come back from there with like so much energy to to try and do stuff, and then yeah. And that's so. I met some like wonderful people that like over the last two years I've been. Um, and I've already booked my hotel and got the time off for next year already. So, nice. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I need to sort that. Yeah, but I say like, time off for to... the hotel. Yes, <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a note of that now. What I remember, because otherwise yeah. I'll steal it. Yeah, I was like, I need yes, to, I I've to get heard. There. I've heard on the grapevine. That the Moxie is already fully booked up for that weekend. Well, that might be true, but they also have a habit of dropping in and out of stuff, so it might become unbooked again. This is true. Mm. It's a, yeah, it's nearly a year away. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, but it'll it'll appear next week. It like all of a sudden it will just be like, oh crap, it's made the central next week. Yeah. Um, we're, we're thinking about it again, but no, uh, last year was my first my first year and so i got to meet bob claggett april uh, peter millard for the first time um so, so it's just like you know, like sit here and name drop like for hours but <laughs> <laughs> it's like just having a chat with like just some regular regular punters and mm. and stuff like that it's and just seeing that there's a whole, it's, like, it's, it's not it's you say regular punters, but it, it's it's people like us. Yeah, so we're all people. That's yeah. the it's that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? It's it's people who have an interest in making. Yeah, it's, it. You sometimes you might bump into say a family and kind of here. Uh, dad or mum has dragged the mm. kids along and dragged their partner along, and yeah. there's kind of maybe the partner's gone along willingly to the extent of do things together as a family. <laughs> But then, yeah, suddenly kind of, ooh, now this is interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's I never there. thought this was a, a thing that would be here. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I think that was the thing that you guys were doing, like, you know, the, the make with makers and, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that. Like, it was just, like, seeing all the, like, just the amount of kids doing it. And, yeah. um, you know, just kind of, sorry, trying to play around with the thing while I'm trying to, I need a third hand and I don't have one. <laughs> try to map this up even more so but um yeah and then obviously like i've seen recently make it uh safe make it safe because i'm doing workshops at 
Axminster. Axminster, yeah. Yeah. And like she's there's like a whole new kind of age group coming into it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the future makers, isn't it? Yeah, there's all the people that are gonna we're gonna watch on YouTube in like five years time or something like mm. because uh, that's just the way it goes. But I'm look, I'm looking forward to seeing what people make. Uh, um, especially Scotty, Scotty do at the moment. He made me um, a lovely little bottle opener, which you might have seen on his on his channel. If you haven't, go go and check it out because they're just beautifully made and like engraved and. Um, it's Marky's palette creations. He's also he's just done one for. Oh, nice. And yeah, they're just like he just made it for me. Just to say thanks for me giving him some like some walnut stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, like really, really touch it. Mm. Um, I need to be trying to be more prepared. Hopefully next year, if I can actually make something, you know, a little, a little bit nicer. Yeah, little sort of gizits or little token gestures for. Well, that's it, yeah. Um, and because I think that's quite one thing doing the tradables and stuff is quite is quite cool. So, so yeah, I've got a little collection yeah. of things. But I didn't get I didn't... to get one of your uh, 3D printed or leather uh, key rings and stuff or what you guys are making. Yeah, you're going to have to come, come make one next year. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was uh, definitely going to be there. Just wait for the tickets, whatever makers decide to release them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever so, that is. I mean, what caught your eye this year? Apart from makers, makers, what caught your um, eye this year? What, what what kind of really inspired you to kind of? Oh, I want to have a go at that. Or what mm. was particularly special? Uh, was it? What were they called? Was it entropy? Uh, entropy resins. I think resins really really big um, at the moment. Um, and I don't want to kind of go full river table. Because I think mm. there's a lot of river tables at the moment. Um, but well, think... other bodies of water made into flat surfaces are available. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, think, I think just like how I can like use other kind of materials and stuff, and kind of just to supplement what what I do really. Yeah. Um, I think say. So we're, we're watching some of the things he's done not to steal some of his ideas because some of the stuff he makes is just really really cool um who uh, i'm trying to think it was like it almost feels like it was ages ago but it really wasn't uh, uh who only, only, only three weeks ago oh, was... jesus oh. blow me oh. i think like, the the robotic side of things always makes always interests me just yeah like seeing Johnny Five, a uh, full version of oh, Johnny yeah. Five, I'm like, that was very that's... cool. And then, a, you know, the first thing you want to see when you walk in the T1000 Terminator just filled you with nightmares for years watching the films. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, I said this to a couple of people, yeah, because I've went over there a few times, mm. and I said this to a couple of people, yeah, all they have to do is put a real chain gun on that. Oh, can you imagine? And that. It, Oh, uh, see, yeah, it's just Future scary. It's anything. Nerf gun or something. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, you can, you can get airsoft uh, yeah. miniguns. So you just stick one of those on there. It must be these. But oh, 
Have we not learned anything from the films, guys? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, look what's happening to the AI at the moment. Yeah. I, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, just, just connect it up to... Uh, to you can, you can tell no one, no, one, no one working on AI has watched 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> but I think, like, the British... Like, the government would, like, did something we were doing AI, and they called it Skynet, and I'm just like, guys, come on. Like... <laughs> like, why? Why? But you're not making it easy to uh, generate support for it. Are you? Well, I, I mean, like what you can do with it is just incredible, and like how it can kind of make kind of generalize easier. Mm. Is, is... That, that's the part of it that I'm looking forward to is to be able to mm. just go. Here's all the mundane rubbish that my life entails. I, yeah. You you automate all that for me. You take care of that, and I will. I'll, I'll just continue being me, and then let life happen. That'd be uh, that'd be ideal for me. <laughs> Just my own personal Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Iron Man suits as well. They they were good. Yeah. There, Emily, the engineer, and uh, I, the other guy's name, frankly, Bill. Bill. that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. I didn't get a chance to really get anywhere near them because they were always. I think they were the second busiest stand, other than Colin Furs. I was, was going to say they, they were, they were, they were very Colin Fursy. <laughs> yeah. So I got quite lucky, like meeting Colin first last year, mm. um, when he was just say, milling around, yeah, milling so. around, and not many people knew he was there. Yeah, because so he, he wasn't he wasn't in the safety uh, the safety tie, so no one knew what he looked like. He, he was oh, no, that's un, it, yeah. unrecognizable because he wasn't in the grey shirt <laughs> safety tie. The Clark Kent disguise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and that's one thing. Like when I was at Makers, like people being recognised and things like that. Like it doesn't really like for me it it doesn't happen i think at one i was chatting yes. to brooks yeah I was, well yes yeah so i was chatting to brooks uh brooks with builds and um diy-ish uh claire and chloe um and this guy McKenna, mckenna workshops he's is his, his handle and he came up to all three of us and was like oh i just want to say hi because i follow all three of you and, oh, nice. and that was like the weirdest like experience ever because to say i in terms of like content creating, I'm, I'm fairly small, mm. um, and I'm I don't do it for that kind of that, that kind of side of things. I'm just like I'm making stuff. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like how how I want to grow now. Really, I'm not quite sure what the best way is of kind of like pushing on. Now I've got quite like a stable base. Mm. It's what you want to do. That depends. Mm. Really depends on what you want to do and what, or what you want to achieve. I mean, because again, a discussion I've had with people many times over the last kind of five years or so. It all depends on what you want to try and achieve. Yeah, you know, if you're trying to go down the, you're trying to become a, a full-time YouTuber like Morley mm. Kurt. Mm. Yeah, you know, who, who's lovely guy. Yeah, absolutely lovely guy. Yeah, um, he was on. Uh, Dave Bauer's podcast, Making Problems to Solve, this last week. That was a really, really oh, good episode, nice. worth listening to. Um, yeah, if you want to be a full-time YouTuber, yeah, then there's a you have to do there's certain things you have to do. Mm. If what you want to do is just share with people with no intent for maybe becoming a full-time maker, you just want to share what you want to do. That's a, that's a slightly different approach. There are some people who take the same approach that they might with just sharing as they would if they want to become a full-time YouTuber. 
but they have no intention of a full-time YouTuber. It's just that that's part of the mm. part of the hobby. Yeah, that that kind of whole right. I'm gonna I, yeah, I'm gonna do the SEO stuff. I, I'm never gonna. I don't want to become a full-time. I love my job. Don't want to lose my job. I love doing that. Making is my and doing stuff as a content creator is my hobby, and I want to enjoy my hobby. Mm. So I'll keep them separate but they will go that extra mile they'll be looking for the yeah can i can i monetize this can i get mm. what can i do to boost yeah do i look at the timings for when i release my instagram posts do i do instagram plus TikTok plus mm. facebook plus something else even though just sharing or do i stick to one yeah the, there are plenty of people who just go for one um yeah one social media yeah but it's yeah. instagram or whether it's just YouTube mm. or whatever, and they're, they're all fine. They're all they're all great things to do. So, it, yeah, even if you don't know now, maybe the thing to do is to think about: well, what do I want? Mm. It's just to share. Just put stuff out. You make something, show the stages you're doing it. Whether that's through stories or putting yeah, post up for every sort of stage. Whether it's taking a bunch of pictures as you make progress through something, and then putting up a post with ten pictures. Um, yeah, there's no right or wrong. Yeah, there's there's plenty of people who will say, oh, yeah, this is how you grow on YouTube. This is how you grow on Instagram. And yet mm. some of this stuff works. But, yeah, sometimes you can post every day and not have growth. Yeah, if you're posting good quality stuff once a month, some people will follow just, just for that. Yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah, I think I did find, like, when I was kind of doing it more regularly and I was like, the pressure to get something out um takes like, the fun out of it doesn't it yeah i think it was like i was trying to do something like every four or five days because i was like that's kind of often enough i think like, i was trying to work it out and it's just like you kind of lose like as a, as a hobbyist it's it's quite easy to lose the attraction to it when you mm. you're going like you have to Oh God! I must get a post out, or yeah, or, or something like that. So I mean, I feel I I, I, to, I totally and get that. I mean, I, I I've hardly posted for from I did some posts around Maker Central, but particularly with the Fools of Tools Treasure Trade. Um, but apart from that, I hadn't posted in months on Instagram, mm -hmm. other than for, obviously the weekly stuff for Maker's Waffle. But my personal Instagram I hadn't posted for months. You know, I kind of, I got, amongst other things, just got fed up with the kind of, ah, uh, this the 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 push to have to create something, to have to come up with yeah. a post, to have to, you know, forced creativity, of, isn't it? Yeah, and mandatory fun. There was, <laughs> I, I, there was something. There were, you know, sometimes you get these little trends, particularly on Instagram, with sort of things happening. Yeah, whether it's made for makers or. That's nothing. This trend had started on Instagram, and it was it was only amongst makers. It wasn't kind of mm. yeah, awesome. and it just felt totally inane to me. It was just like, is this what we have just become? It wasn't. It suddenly, I think it just hit me at a particular time, and it was just like, I I even started. I stopped really kind of looking at. Instagram as a, as a source of source of entertainment. Yeah, I, I sort of 
my, my youngest keeps sending me puppy videos and and the like, and it's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch those, and so that fills my that fills my sort of reels feel, feed to get filled up with cute puppies doing strange things or kittens doing strange things. And yeah, that's just like, yep, that'll do for sort of ten minutes while I'm yeah rooting, and yeah, then it's just like, yeah, no, stay, yeah, just stay away from it. Watch a few stories from. I, I like the way stories tend to still be unlike the f general feed on Instagram, which mm. just is just a mess. Mm. At least with stories, the people that you're most engaged with tend to get fed to you first. Yeah. So that, that's kind of sort of nice to sort of be able to sort of keep in touch with those people that you kind of really that are, are into stories. Cause of course not all people are into stories, uh, which is a pain that you find, you suddenly find then randomly you get somebody coming up either in a conversation or in a feed where you kind of go, Oh, you've been posting a lot in the main feed and I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, that, that's something that I'm quite enjoying at the minute for, for that very reason. Yeah. Of like, I'll, I'll open Instagram and I'll, I'll just see like the top five or 10 things on the main, uh, main feed. But then on the stories will be sort of five or 10 people that I might sort of skip through, have a look at. Um, and quite often a few of them now are saying, oh, new post on the main feed. And then I'll yeah. actively go and check that out rather than... I started doing stuff. that just to, like I say, just to show people that I've posted something, you know, because it's, it's a good way of just drawing people to your page, like, kind yeah. of actually... Oh, yeah. I think it's a, nece I think it's a necessary them. evil. Not an evil, but it's a, it's a necessary tactic. Necessary step, isn't it? Yeah. With yeah. the way the algorithm... Has, has just gone until someone puts a YouTube video out telling you that that's how you grow your Instagram, and then everyone starts doing it, and then they change the algorithm so that it doesn't work anymore. The vicious cycle of <laughs> yeah. of content creation versus gaming the system. What that's thing so like even I suppose like when someone said like you're a content creator because you like put stuff on Instagram, I was like, I don't see myself as a content creator, like. As what a definition is, I always say that content creators are like, you know, your YouTubers, your your streamers, um, Instagrammers, the, like, <laughs> like. Well, I mean, I suppose, yeah, but it's like it doesn't like that's not kind of how I see. I, I had exactly the same thing with with Steve when we were talking about content creation, and then he called me out on it. I was like, I'm not a content creator. This is you do a weekly podcast, you do more content creation more regularly than I do. Technically correct, but you are a content creator. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always hear people way, that do it as a full time job as a as a content creator. That's yeah. kind of how I see it. But I suppose, yeah, we are. Hey, I think if 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 your feed is public, then you are then. I think you're you are a content creator. Yeah, I, by the definition, might of be a hobbyist, might be a hobbyist yeah. content creator, but you are a content creator. If your feed is private. And you're limited to kind of sort of you know friends and family, then I think I wouldn't call that content creation. And so I, I would suggest that most people who use Facebook aren't content creators because they just use it to sort of share with friends and family. But I think if you have a if you have a, a public facing page where you share stuff and you're you're kind of trying to do things to yeah. You know, attune yourself to the algorithm 
Unless you're on the Thatcher's Gold, which is a damn good I, I, choice. Um, well, I live about a 25 minute walk from the actual factory. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> So it, it'd be rude not to sample the, uh, the local the local bloodstream. Yeah. They have a factory shop. They do. <laughs> I, I really need to do the tour. Apparently the tour of the factory is really, really good. Oh, Ooh. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, and the good thing is about that, I could walk there, get absolutely smashed at the pub outside and just walk back. Walk back, It's just yeah. even better. <laughs> there's, a, there's a local sort of little brewery around here. We, we keep meaning to get a few of us together. They do a... a a tour on a Friday night and it's I think it's 20 quid a head and you get the tour of the brewery and they do fish and chips as well and you get like four four tokens to use in the bar for, so you get like four pints of whatever um and fish and chips on the tour um yeah, that, you know they, 20 they, quid. yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. They, they they pitch it at like you know kind of corporate evenings out team building things and all that kind of stuff but the before they were a brewery they were uh, specialist leatherworks doing things like bags so the it, it's where i get the um gravity clamp from um oh, no. so like when they come and drop it off the guy turns up in his van with a with a, a bright pink goatee and we always have a, <laughs> a, a fantastic little natter about stuff like that so yeah so uh, background in leatherwork and then moving to brewing beer which is fantastic. Very interesting way to go. Yeah. Change of pace, definitely. Yeah, I was, I mean, who was I, I was watching some of it, Malt Mate, he's doing, obviously, brew some stuff, and I mean, like, it's yeah. such a skill to have. Yeah. Like, start some beer now, we're ready for Christmas, and... Yeah, just... he's... He's got some damn good skills, that boy. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to have a chat to him because, unfortunately, it was like so many people that I didn't get a chance to speak to. And it was like you two both because you're obviously so busy on the the make with makers kind of stand. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure you were going to fall over at one point, Jamie, when I saw you on the second day. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, relentless, but it was good fun. <laughs> I I mean, definitely needed a rest after that. About yeah, hopefully, 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 slightly less relentless next year. Um, yeah, I think we'll we've learned from the the reshuffle this year, and we'll we'll yeah improvements for next year. Are you thinking like appointments or like small groups? Uh... No, I th I think the change from last year to this year um, was a really positive change, and mm. it was it was so much more fun this year to be involved in that. Um, the amount of people we saw was fantastic, but I think what we're going to need to do is have a, a an additional person to kind of coordinate, um, mm. and maybe some kind of scheduled timing rather than James and I looking at each other yeah. and going, "Now, shall we? Yeah, like, right. I'll go and put the board out." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a few more, so. hopefully a few more people involved. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Somebody, somebody up front, kind of directing, designated kind of, receptionist to yeah. point people to which which way you want to go. Also, sort of saying, yeah, Jamie, James, Lucas, Ellen, yeah, Jamie, Ellen, yeah, just Dan, you're, you're off. Breathe. You're <laughs> off go, go and have lunch. Three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Go and have a walk around. Go and get some food. Yeah. yeah. Other people will take over. Definitely. I mean, it's good to see you guys busy. Like. It's good oh to yeah, see, like, I don't so know, much fun. 
I don't know whether it was busier than the last year or not, whether it just seemed that way. I think the show in general was busier, and we were definitely busier as a as a stand. Um, yeah. I mean, for I think numbers wise, I, I forget what everyone else ended up doing, but we did last year. We did six people on the Saturday, six people on the Sunday. Okay. Uh, for for bracelets, we just did one session each day. This year we did, uh, I think, ten bracelets and one hundred and twenty patch, uh, one hundred and twenty key rings, and about twenty patches. Wow! The and then, I know you kept running off to get, is it split rings and? <laughs> yeah, we we ran out. Of, we we had uh, fifty split rings, um, and we'd run out of them by just after lunch. Wow. On the first day, <laughs> so there go. We've made an we've made an error. <laughs> we've made an error. It, we we had no idea how many we were going to get through, um, and even if we'd have, well, I mean, it took a wild stab and thought we'll bring fifty, but you know, I thought, oh, maybe that'll be middle of Sunday. We might finally burn <laughs> through that, and yeah, no, it was. There was, was a lot more making. There was a lot more making this year. Yeah, a lot, a lot more stands where people were actually getting hands on the things. And that's, yeah. yeah, I think that that was just it was it was great to see, and that very from the you know, big stands like Dremel who had yeah like twenty they people did it right this year. I know yeah, I, couldn't, they, I couldn't get in there to speak to them. They were just like rammed constantly. Yes. Yeah. I shook Phil's hand over the side. I was just like, we didn't actually meet on the podcast, but uh, <laughs> well, as I was running through. I think it took so long to like get everywhere because like we're always like catching up and uh, with people. Like it took me about an hour just to go from the entrance to the the T one really because <laughs> like speaking to like Will by Rob Will by Will and then uh, is it Oakfield's creative and. Is it Simon's Kane? So I keep getting caught. I keep getting his name wrong. But like, it was just having a chat with them, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like, mm. like half past ten. I'm like, just so much, so much to see, which was good. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, the Sunday was a little bit fragile, though. But <laughs> everyone was. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you mentioned like last week about the few that were that went back to the Hilton after the Vectric private event. And I, I was part of that group for a while. Um, yeah. So, it was, not, it was yeah. not to be invited to that because it didn't, you know, didn't get one that didn't go last year. And then they got an email going, Oh, would you like to come to this? And typically thinking, is it a scam? Um, yeah. <laughs> I right Dean, yourself, yeah. yeah, yeah. I messaged Dean Mates, who I know works with Vetra, and was like, "Is is this legit?" Because I was just like, yeah. "I don't get understand." He's like, "Yeah, no, hundred percent." Like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. They're super supportive, Vetra car. They're, they're yeah, a, a yeah, really, they, really, really wonderful company in that respect. Yeah, and I, I though it was good for the good to meet them, and like they were a good, really good, fun bunch of bunch of people, and. Mm. I mean, when they're knocking back the tequila shots, or you know, when the tray of them <laughs> arrives on the table, and I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> like, 
like the fellow Ralph Wiggum on the bus, like I'm in danger, like hundred yeah. percent, like, <laughs> and they just give you one. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> but no, it was it was. You really are cool. allowed to say no. Being an adult, <laughs> I have weak willpower. <laughs> But it was good to like hang out with everyone and just like yeah. you know have a few beers and you know a chat. I, to I think it, it takes the pressure off as well. I think because it's not in the event setting, it's not general yeah. public around. Yeah. It's just a, it's a moment to breathe. It's a moment to just kind of reflect on the day and and just yeah, yeah hang out with some people. Yeah, it was good. Like I was chatting to like um, average Joe and Morley Kurt and just you know like the normal people i mean i did get a bit like starstruck by a few people that were there um like i did the year before with bob claggett he was like the first person i met when i walked in and i'm like i couldn't string a sentence together yeah <laughs> i was like you, you 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 make things i like um but yeah it was just kind of like just bouncing ideas off each other and experiences and you know the small thing of like them um, sharing your post or on the story or something, and yeah, it's just like I think you've said it quite a few times about imposter syndrome. Oh yeah, it's like of the small makers that feels like it, and I mean, like I don't think we should be though. We like you know we're we're making things and yeah, and I, I think that's one of those things where something like that electric event is such a great leveler in that sense. You know, because you, you you might have gone during the day and gone and spoken to, you know, your, your make a hero and mm. oh, I, I really like the, the, the content you produce, I like the, the whatever, whatever. And then kind of having that brief interaction as a as a fan and then you get to the Vectric event and everyone's just kind of sat around the tables eating pizza or curry or whatever. And then yeah. you realize, oh, they're, they're just a person as well. And then you have just a... A normal conversation over some some food or a drink, and you you're all equals. You're all the same. Mm. There's no hierarchy there. There's no none of the airs and graces. It's just mm. calm and chilled. And yeah, yeah, it was a really Special. fun event. Um, yeah, and hopefully they do it do it again. Um, but I mean, just yeah, just like hanging out with people and. Like I think I think he said it was like it's like it's my people, it's like like minded yeah. and you know, you feel yeah, once you get over the they're a massive YouTube star, you're like, Oh, they're just a normal guy and I'm just having a you know, just a beer in the pub with them and you're just chatting about projects and you get so kind of inspired. Mm. Um I think that Morley Kurt was what definitely was for me. He was like chatting to him and listening to his talk um when he was on stage. You just listened to him for hours. I don't know who kind of your like person is for, for that. Uh, it's, it's so many. I, I mean, there's some fantastic people in the maker community, and and the community is mm. the key thing. I think from like Maker Central, in terms of kind of people to listen to, so many of them. Uh, yeah, the conversations, particularly like, yeah, conversations in the Hilton, yeah. you know, with people. Like you say sometimes, yeah, some people with really big channels. Yeah, YouTube channels, particularly when you you have hundreds, of thousands, and millions, mm -hmm. and yeah, there are. I think there there are a few makers who kind of who perhaps get swamped a bit more, perhaps, and might mm. find that kind of 
are so likely to get involved in maybe the sort of chats after hours. But certainly, certainly in previous years, where yeah, people like Bob Claggett, yeah, would be in the bar, you know, on a Friday night and a Saturday mm. night, in the yeah. and would have let and, and Jackie O and you know Jimmy Deresta would have really you know quite lengthy conversations with people, not yeah. just kind of people going up and and you know fanboying and kind of going oh, which yeah. which ha still happens at those times. Yeah, obviously it's it when they've got people queuing up during the day to see them that that tends to be a lot of that yeah let's get, the yeah. let's get the the signature or the, the, the autograph rather but then when you have the the that option to sit down with somebody and actually have a conversation mm -hmm. the number of people who, I, I know who had I don't know, this year quite so much as previous years but certainly previous years I've spoken to a number of people who kind of go I was chatting to Bobby Duke for for you know forty minutes, mm. or yeah, you know, I was having a conversation with you, know, Bob Claggett for yeah you know, half an hour about yeah you know, my channel and yeah he's now following me on my channel yeah it's just like, yeah and they sort of yeah they got that subscription yeah or that follower and it's just like yeah because yeah they're interested in making too if you if you're making something interesting mm. and you only have a hundred followers they they they're interested in what you make yeah they're not they don't, they don't follow yeah they don't have the time to follow everyone yeah it's like yeah if you've got fifty thousand followers you can't follow fifty thousand oh, people God, yeah. yeah it's but that it's, one gesture of of following someone you yeah know, for making something interesting and yeah they'll go right, and yeah. i'll follow them for and it might only be for a while because then mm. they find somebody else but they kind of limit how much time they spend consuming rather than creating Mm. Which is always the kind of it's it's the difficulty, isn't it? Most people mm. actually consume rather yeah. than creating. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think Matt I think Matt Eastley is the is the, like my biggest follower in terms of like numbers. Mm. Um, I mean, I had no idea when he followed me, so God knows how that happened. Um, but yeah, I, was, I just thought it was like. Like since since when? <laughs> when did that happen? Um, I mean, I almost fell off my chair when Tamara Robertson uh, like followed me. I was just like, because <laughs> I was like, I was just chatting to her at, at your guys your stand when she was kind of like just milling around, and mm. she was telling me all about her travels. And I think she's still off traveling at the moment. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, I didn't like didn't ask for it, which is like was really 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 nice and. Like, that little that little gesture as well is just mm. it just makes all the difference. Yeah, and I mean like it's just realizing the more I spend in this kind of community, the more I realise that everyone's just we're all the same and Yeah. Like follower numbers don't necessarily mean like they're they're massive celebrity in terms of I mean, some of them are like the Jimmy Dresters and all that. Like they're just like big rock stars. Oh, yeah, of course. They, but... yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's on. I mean, Jimmy's an interesting case because obviously, yeah, he's got that TV side to things. Mm. Yeah, he's got you know two million followers on YouTube. He's seen as the sort of godfather of making yeah. or the maker community. Yeah, you've got people like Colin Furs, obviously, yeah, 12, 13 million mm. followers 13 now. Mad, mad scientist. I mean, it's just, I mean, that's just absolutely crazy. If you think, yeah, 
Yeah, Colin's got more followers than or everyone else there combined, just about. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> more than likely, but, yeah. I mean, but even then, if you get if you get in the position to talk to them, unfortunately, I've got more experience of talking to Jimmy than I have to to Colin. Mm. When you get into that sort of that quiet moment and the the the, the cues are gone and the fuss is over and they're just sort of sitting down and just chilling out, having a coffee, a, mm. a, a, a beer, or a coke, whatever, and, and just sort of relaxing. Mm. Yeah, actually, yeah, they are yeah, just just as, human beings. The same. They go through the same problems. Yeah. Mm. The same. Yes, there's a scaling issue. You know, com- yeah. If you want to compare, yeah, the costs to run, yeah, one of our three sort of houses, that's compared to the cost to run, yeah, what Jimmy's got is just huge. But then he is bringing in the yeah, those mm. sort of funders to, to be able to do those projects, the scale of projects that he can do because he's got the following, because he's got the support. Uh, I'd yeah. love to know where Colin first gets his money from, like <laughs> what he does. Well, sponsorships, uh, isn't it? Sponsorships, yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, like, he started out with some really, he started out with some small ones. He's got just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Each of those companies, yeah, will be paying yeah. a large amount of money to a supply him with the materials he needs. Yeah, he was. I mean, he had a couple. He did several big projects with eBay, didn't he? So yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. eBay. Yeah, said, buy what you need. Buy it through us. As long as you buy it through us, it's not a problem. Mm. Yeah, and then just yeah, getting the right sponsorships. Mm. Yeah, he's been very clever. Very luck. Is it luck or is it just down, down hard work? Yeah, luck and hard little work. Little column A, little and column B, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you need that one opportunity to get noticed, and then it's once you notice, you got to kind of keep the skill level up. And I mean, I, I love watching Colin's videos because he's literally just a mad scientist with just unlimited resources. It's just, it's just great watching what what he does. But I mean, yeah. I think the beauty of Colin is the fact that you, you know, if given enough time, space, and resources, he's, you know, he'll he will build something absolutely ridiculous or just given a very small room and two tools he'll build something ridiculous like a spinning knife belt or you know it, it doesn't matter the scale of the project if it's if he's got a handful of hand tools he'll build something equally nuts as if he's got a barn and half a million goods worth of tech you know it's it's yeah i mean if we see a spinning knife belt now we'll know that he stole it from this. He, no, he did. He did the spinning knife belt. He did. Oh, uh, that's what he did. Yeah. They, that's yeah. He literally had an old one. Yeah. Bearing around his waist with a load of knives spinning around to just feed. You know, it, it, he's done some absolutely crazy things with. You know, a, a weekend, a lathe, and a couple of bits of scrap metal. You know, it's mm. the, the scale of. of Stuff. It's, the, it's, the crazy, it's, it's the crazy. It's the crazy that gets the, the the virality, isn't it? It's the virality yeah. that leads to the yeah the money. It's all like Mr. Beast effect, isn't it? Almost like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I love watching his videos. <laughs> to be honest, I watch it like I spend my whole life watching YouTube videos of things like the last couple of <laughs> last couple of nights. I've been binge watching like the previous uh, like um, podcasts from you guys just to kind of see like. When I when I sent message to Andy going, Oh yeah, or whoever it is, I said like, I'll jump on if you ever like fill a slot. Went, oh yeah, you're free next week. I was like, because I know. <laughs> like, <"What?" laughs> so I was like, uh, I yeah, I wanted to kind of get an idea about what it was like. And I think yeah, it is just like just having a chat with, with friends and Yeah. 
you, know, Roshi, you, you and I had a chat at Makers just mm. over breakfast, you know. On the first day, yeah. On the Saturday. Yeah, we, we'd, we'd never met before, and you, you and Sean sat down and we just mm. started gabbing. And yeah, I mean, actually, I'd, I'd had the podcast with uh, Sean, had been on, and mm. you know, it took me a, a, a minute or two. He's, he's like, oh, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm like, uh, I haven't breakfast yet. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, give me a minute. <laughs> coffee. Let me yeah. have a sip of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We all know each other's like handles and stuff. So you end yeah, up absolutely. Up, yeah. You end up looking at someone going, "Don't the chest." Oh, you're that guy. Uh, <laughs> Unless they're wearing someone else's shirt, and you go. Eh. No, you're you're not making so. You're you're a guy. No. That's, no. Who is it? Who is wearing a Sean the Shed? Well, I think Brooks Brooks um, Paul was wearing a Sean the Sean the Shed T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're definitely not Sean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, it's nice, that's like... the that's the beauty of the community, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really is the beauty of the sort of the the, the community and and how we how we do just all get on with whatever the sort of scale of one's sort of followings mm. i mean yeah there are people who are kind of here like i said earlier there are people who get just get so much attention that yeah. they have to escape oh yeah yeah they just they, they just don't get a, they just don't get let up yeah but, and but then there are there are folk who just kind of go yeah yeah i've got a couple of million followers but yeah, actually, I'm just going to chill in the bar with everyone else. And well, they, that was last year with Colin. You know, yeah. like you say, the, the the kind of the thing with Colin just walking around last year. You know, I just bumped into him while he was looking at the ice sculpture. You know, and it was just a, uh, it was just him and his kids. There was no, no big queue. We just had a, a bit of a natter about because it, it, he's not too far away from where I live, so we just sort of had a natter about some of the local roads that we both <laughs> enjoy driving down, and you know stuff like that. It was just really chilled, you know, it, just a really down to earth human being. And then, like you say, the, the following year he's there with a queue half a mile long. With I think it was like an hour, I think, from like where the food places were to to where he was. Yeah, I can well really? imagine. I thought it was crazy, oh, but Jimmy was the same first year. Well, Jimmy and Bob, um, yeah. First year that they, you stepped foot through the through the door, and you could see the queue for both of them. Uh, you know, it, it got to a point where people were bringing stools over for them and things like that because they were just they just did not move. And then at one point they went. Uh, Jimmy went to the loo, and like stepped stepped out of the gents, and there was a mm. queue of people ready. <laughs> he literally, <laughs> it was about I don't know, maybe ten foot away from the the entrance to the toilets. That was as far as he'd got before people swarmed him again. You know, so. Yeah, I think Bobby Duke had that last year. He was like he couldn't move. Yeah. Everyone was trying to catch up with him, but it's yeah. I think it's just amazing when you see somebody that's like a little bit famous how people react. And I mean, you have the little fanboy, you know, like 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 me. They just can't string a sentence together when you're seeing someone. But it's just like to see the people that kind of like will queue up for an hour to see Colin. And I'm like, just mad. It's just absolutely mad. But the thing is, is when you, when you've queued up for that hour, you've gone and, you know, sort of, uh, you've got that moment of time with him. Mm. All of these people, they, they know what it's like. They, you know, whether it is you, 
your Jimmy and your Colin and you know all the, the the top sort of you know YouTube celebrities or whether it is whoever you've just bumped into and you're just having that moment with because we were we're all just people it, it's a unique personal experience with that person whether it is 12 13 million subscribers you know at the top or whether it is you know you, you just broke my first 100 subscribers on youtube kind of thing you know it's all uh, uh there isn't that kind of like elitism in the same no. way that other celebrities or whatever you know everyone's really humble aren't they i think i find that yeah we all we all remember our roots we all know that we were you know we had our our first subscriber that we didn't know you know that wasn't our mum or a family <laughs> member you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's like some people that have kind of i followed and have followed me that i think it was like 2018 i started to end 2018 mm. and so I'm just over 1500 now on instagram which is just like it blows my mind really just completely blows my mind um and i appreciate everyone i managed to do a giveaway at a thousand which is quite cool Mm-hmm. Thanks for the help of the guys from CTS. They kind of dust, they kind of dust extraction guys. Nice. Um, yeah, because I, I managed to win one of their um, M class extractors in like one of their Instagram competitions. Nice. And it's, it's yeah, it's a really cool bit of kit. So I just realised I'm getting uh, from the light yeah. behind me. Um, and then I just messaged them. I messaged a couple of companies to say that oh, I'm about to hit a thousand. Is you want to get involved in? Uh, you know, a bit of kind of limelight or whatever um and cts came back and said yeah how does this like 50 quid bit of kit sound and i was like incredible yeah um so yeah there are companies out there that kind of will kind of support support people and yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do if i ever reach 2000 like (laughs) i i've only recently broke a thousand um but i mean i i I'm purely posting for for me for fun, yeah. you know. It's not for um, did the sort of the growing, you know, <sighs> attempt and stuff like that. And I just, I just stopped, you know. I post when I post, and I don't even bother with hashtags half the time. And just, yeah, it's it's for me to show my mates who aren't on WhatsApp or you know stuff like that. But um, yeah, that kind of uh, it has made me think. Oh, that now i've hit that kind of the mm. that initial milestone maybe i can reach out to a couple of other leatherworking companies or a tech supplier or you know something like that as a yeah i think like the way i've done it though the way i did it was just saying look you know there's like you can kind of help each other i i know i'm asking mm. for free stuff and you know it's really cheeky of me but you know, it's no, actually, don't get. Uh, and well, no, for, it, yeah. for the companies, it's yeah, it's a, it's a bit of promotion, something worth, 50, something worth fifty quid retail is not mm. costing them fifty quid retail, and that comes out of their marketing budget. Mm. And so it's yeah, it's an investment on their part to get more people kind of going. Oh yeah, remember that company? They did that giveaway with mm. with DI wannabe, and now. Yeah, oh, I'm in the market for, and uh, maybe I'll consider them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, 
that's, that's one thing I kind of like do. I like going like, how can I help like each other really? Because like, there's a new kind of shop that's just opened around the corner for me called Duo, and I popped in like just to say hi and like kind of introduce myself and say that if you guys need anything, like I've got X or these amount of followers on Instagram, like message a few of them, they might be able to make you like a sign or you know something for like advertising or something like that because i mm. like i mean i would offer to do it if i was a bit more kind of set up but i know there's people out there that make some like incredible stuff and they can help this small little kind of gift shop kind of grow yeah definitely um they've got a lot of father's day stuff in at the minute which is obviously coming around rapidly um two two weeks yeah two weeks today yeah two weeks yeah is it the 18th or something 16th, yeah, it's normally Sunday, isn't it? That's how it week, yeah. I always think 18th, it's like the yeah. 23rd, but it's not, is it? It's like before that, yeah. Sunday, the 18th, better get a card, no? Is it Sunday like goes, Oh, yeah, it's this next week? And I'm like, crap, need to try and be more prepared, but <laughs> I think something. I need to keep my wife and kids yeah. loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, it, it, it was, it, yeah, generally they want to know what, yeah, what I might like, yeah, for things like that. So, but you're really hard to buy for, aren't you? So, yeah, so make a list, yeah, make a list, yeah. It's easy to make the Gillian seashells um, or Chocolates. Thornton's, uh, either, either of those is perfectly fine. <laughs> 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 I'd love to list off a load of stuff that's in my birthday's been and, and well gone, unfortunately. So, <laughs> <laughs> have to wait for Christmas. Yeah, just gonna be here rapidly. Yeah. Well, I can't say that. we're only just into June. It's oh, I know. I heard it on the yeah. radio the other day, and I was just like, what? Why? Why are we talking about it like now? <laughs> 17 days, and we're at the uh, yeah. Shortest then night, um, longest day. It's the longest day, isn't it? It's the shortest one. Yeah, the longest December. day, shortest night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So longest day, shortest night, and then it's, yeah, nights will start drawing out. We're drawing it's in Halloween now. first. It's Halloween <laughs> before Christmas. <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you. I'm not. It's not Christmas until December. There's other stuff like in November, like to get away first. So, yeah. December the 24th is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's when all of the all of the shopping gets done on uh, the, the moment yeah. I break up from work then I can get all the <laughs> I get everything in Amazon Prime pre-do the lists and then you just go click and then everything happens they wrap it <laughs> efficiency efficiency what i need between between now and then is for the ai stuff to take over enough to uh just suggest all of the presents for me yeah <laughs> you, you just have to start sitting the same random random items and just wait for it to appear on your amazon suggestions is it all yeah, that, that is the happens. trick actually is to is to do um to set yourself up a, a like a, a, a non-shared or non-public um wish list yeah. and then when when anyone mentions a thing that they like just chuck it into that that's the that's the, the pro-life tip <laughs> you heard it here first that requires some organization 
Yeah. And, and the the extra tip that goes with that is to actually remember to do it because I think I've only got like three things in there from like the last two years because I keep forgetting to actually add things to that list. Oh, I, I've got birthdays to worry about first. I've got my sister-in-law and my niece's birthday within the next two weeks. Yeah. So need to sort them out first. And Mum's like... birthday not long after Father's Day. Yeah. And mother-in-law's birthday as well. I think my last main like family birthday is August, middle of August. Mm. So, yeah, and then I'm on like, oh no, godson's birthday in September. Oh god, nephew's nephew's birthday, and then, oh god, it's Christmas. Most ah, ah, ah. <laughs> fa- like all my family and friends decided to spread it out, and it's just like, why, guys, come on, just do it in one month. <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether I prefer it spread out or all condensed because we've we've got a couple of months where everything happens. Mm. Yeah, and they just do. tend to be super hectic, and you just kind of just write the month off. Um, yeah, that's kind of like February to April for my like for me. Yeah. So I got we got mine and my dad's in February. My my brother's in March. My mum's in April. And I, you know, niece and sister in law in in June. So yeah, trying to trying to get in that overtime, I think. <laughs> Just going back, back slightly though, back to the the wish list. I don't know about you, but I have I have. I sometimes think I should just delete them, but I have found over the years that my Amazon wish lists have become almost sort of dumping grounds of things that I might like. And every now and again, I have to. I've got I've got a bunch. You of have to curate them. them. Yeah, yeah, I've got a bunch. Cause I've got yeah, I've got Andy's wish list, and I've got Andy's new wish list. <laughs> and then there's the two. Yeah, I've got. I was going to say I've got the. There's, there's, there's the three D printing one, and there's the books one, yeah. and then there's the, the tools list. Then there's the there's the, uh, the present ideas for Jamie for in the inevitable. Well, what should I buy you? And then there's the uh, present ideas for everyone else. Then that stuff goes in. So. Yeah, if you've got a, a selection of different wish lists, at least it gives you. Thing, but you do have to go back in and. Correct, and then where you've got some that you've that you've bought. You go back in and find stuff. Or... Yeah, the stuff you've bought. There's stuff that's no longer available and will never be available yeah. again. Not just it's yeah. out stock. It's just like Gone. this listing has completely and utterly changed. And then you've got the ones that have just completely disappeared. So it's not that they're out of stock and not coming back. It's that it just says item deleted, and you've no idea what you're missing out on that you've completely not got a clue of. <laughs> I think I think my wish list is a weird mix of stuff for the dog, random stuff like that I, I particularly like for myself, and then I was like, "Oh, that would be useful for a project. I can put that." You know, yeah. <laughs> I need to need to do a a Jamie a Jamie Reader uh, <laughs> itemization. <laughs> I think <laughs> someone's got to write a plugin, surely, to just to go through and sort it all and no you don't need that you don't need that you don't need that <laughs> I'm, I pre- I'm, it's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure i've still got a couple of triathlon books in years ago i wanted to you know, do a triathlon and i put a couple of triathlon books in it's like there's no way i'm ever going to do triathlon there it's just like go for the heptathlon instead <laughs> i think the, i've got a couple of cookbooks like from like destiny like the game um mm. or destiny 2 the game skyrim uh, two of my favorite games at the moment or like well, skyrim will always have a special place in in a gamer's heart uh until 
Todd Howard decided to actually make the next one. <laughs> but yeah, like it's just like recipes from the game or from that world. And I'm like, am I ever going to actually buy that book? Or is it just going <laughs> to sit in my Amazon wish list and look pretty <laughs> for however long? But... The struggle is real. We, we got rid of the, well, we passed them on. Um, the first four Assassin's Creed books. Mm. I love the games. I bought the first four books in the series. I haven't even broke the spines on them. Well. And they were a long time ago now. So no, so, someone else can read these because I'm not going to get around to it. <laughs> Are you much of a gamer, uh, Andy? Or me? No, no games. Games for me. Not not a good combination. <laughs> I, I yeah I uh, I learnt the hard way back when I was doing my A levels that games and me not a good combination at all. I spent rather too long playing Elite. Okay, Elite's dangerous. The original Elite. Um, yeah. So yeah, every now and again I'll, I'll stick some games on my phone and then I'll 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 lose a week I'll, yeah I'll, I'll lose part of the time just sort of playing some games and it's just like nope this must go this must go and it must go now it's fine yeah it can be quite dangerous if you're a, a bit of a completionist yeah yeah i think i've told the story before about elite with, with and that i spent a long time on elite i built up i built up i i i got a superb setup i spent a lot of time you know, becoming very good uh, in terms of sort of fighting skills, trading skills, got the mm-hmm. best possible spacecraft, bought the hyperdrive, which was sort of the ultimate thing to be able to go to other universes or galaxies, whatever it was. Built my money back up because that took a lot of credits. So I built, <laughs> built up, I think I built back up to a sort of maximum credit and then, right, okay, I'm, I've, I'm fully equipped huge pile of credits galactic hyperdrive here we go get deleted by someone (laughs) nope nothing happened nothing happened at all there was a bug acorn electron version of it bug on it just like (laughs) nothing happened and it was just like nope but yeah yeah, now it was yeah me and games yeah yeah it's not not great we did have a we had a Wii for a while for the kids. Um, mm. We've still got it; it's tucked away somewhere in a box. We probably should get rid of it. Yeah, but occasionally we play some games. That the, yeah, the, the kids used to enjoy kind of playing a Mario Kart and a few other sort of things like that. Yeah, um, but it's I mean it's just it's the Wii is a sort of different level of gaming compared to kind of yeah. Yeah, I remember them coming out and them being like the biggest things in sliced bread, and it was just. Like, oh, yeah, you can get up and you can play tennis in your living room. I was like, why? I'm just yeah. going to sit on the sofa and just wave it. <laughs> like, <Yep. it's> just... <laughs> like, the typical gamer. How can I cheese this this activity I'm trying to do? Yeah, we had that. We had the uh, the fitness platform that came with it. We never used that. Mm. That was good fun because um, for a while, uh, back when I used to live up north or in the northwest, I. Uh, we had a projector rather than a TV, mm. and we'd quite often have because I was running a IT consultancy after the, the same flat, and uh, we'd have 
you know, mates coming over for helping us out with bits and bobs or then just round for like a curry and drinks. And uh, there was a particular game on that, um, using that fitness platform where you, uh, you were like sort of, you had to navigate like a river. So you'd sort of, you'd be leaning, you stood on the pad and you'd be leaning to kind of go round, you know, whether there's a weave in the river and stuff. Um, what we discovered is if uh, if you get someone to stand really still on the on the um, on the platform, you can stand behind them and use them like a big giant joystick. And then <laughs> so we just we just turned our friends into huge joysticks to try and beat the game. Uh, I, I mean, like, I think that's, in terms of time spent on a game, I think. It's either Destiny One or Destiny Two, like one of the two. I think you yeah. can. There's like a website, wastedondestiny.com, <laughs> and I really wish I hadn't looked because I knew I spent way too much time when it first came out in like 2014, and it was like like 1,100 hours like yeah. on this game, and I like stupidly worked out how many days that was, <laughs> 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 which which depressed me even more. Um, yeah, I did the same with. Uh, I used to play Star Trek Online quite a bit, as I, I never like I, I'd had the presence of mind not to go down the kind of World of Warcraft or mm. um, any of the other those kind of MMOs, and uh, I'd had a, a bit of a pact with a mate of mine who used to run the IT business with, and um, we'd kind of said that, that you know we, we'll make sure we keep each other kind of in check, and neither of us are going to fall down this MMO rabbit hole because we'd seen our you know mates of ours who just sink all of their time into it yeah so we were were keeping each other accountable and then this one day he went i signed up to star trek online (laughs) let me know what it's like and then a couple of weeks later he went yeah it's it's pretty good you should sign up for it and then yeah it was five high level characters later and i'm i'm into the hundreds and hundreds of hours Right, well, that's the yeah. only one I'm allowing myself. <laughs> yeah. Then <laughs> it was the main like COD, like Warzone was the was the big one when COVID hit, and like you literally couldn't go anywhere. Mm. And like the amount of hours, I was like, I was either at work or I was on Warzone because that was all that was all we could do back yeah. then, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, uh, I wasn't like top one percent. I was thinking. Warzone one, I think it was top twenty percent in the world, hmm. and I came up against a guy in a game called Benny Central. Um, yeah, but if you're, if you're not big into the gaming community, he's a former Warzone Call of Duty pro, former pro gamer. Nice, wow. Yeah, I, 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 I he made me and my friends look very, very noobish and <laughs> amateur. And what well, we didn't realize at the time was he was uh, recording for YouTube. So, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like his world world record game, and then we we were watching his video, or he released a video, and then I got an email from a mate down, and it was like forward it to nine minutes or whatever, and just watch. I'm like, okay, that sounds very ominous, and yeah, I just watch it. I'm like, hang on, that was us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like. I, I spent way too much time on it, but it was like, mm. I didn't play it as much anymore, luckily. It, it's yeah. escapism, isn't it? From, you know, whether it's the, the rigors of life or. Yeah. You know, whatever I mean, else. 
you get so stress inducing as well at times. <laughs> just, it ends up not being enjoyable. Yeah. So that's why I've kind of like teamed back a bit and I'm like, I'll just watch YouTube and <laughs> relax rather than having a, like, a tough day at work and then coming on and getting like, you know, spanked all over the game by some 12 year old on Fortnite. And it's just like, like, who's apparently slept with your mum. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> game insults back in the day have got, like, today's ones have got nothing on what used to go on in the chats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, they ever release, the... if they ever release the, uh, you know, the party chats and stuff, I'm just going on the run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some very fun memories of, of, uh, of gaming with friends and stuff though i mean from yeah. you know the, the snares back in the day with oh mega drive play was my first one yeah the cartridges things, yeah things like bomberman or um, oh, the mario games or stuff like that just wonderful memories to then you know like in college for all playing uh, the original call of duty um in like a just in the land um, yeah uh, things like that or red alert 2 or you know those oh, kind of things. command and conquer games legends yeah absolutely oh. but at least i don't mean i make myself will make us all sound sound old now but like the kids today won't have to understand dial up <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> trying to trying to get online when your mum's on the phone you're like get off <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. what depressed me more was I think it was either a TikTok or something and something else which I spend way too much of my life on um, it was like this teacher was like 3D printed like the save, oh, save. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was 3D printed properly death and said to these kids like these school who were all like kind of year 7, 8 or whatever it's like, what, like what do you think this is and he was like oh you just 3D printed the save icon I'm like <laughs> And it's like, no, it's a floppy disk. He's like, what's a floppy disk? And I thought he was yeah. going to just throw it, like, throw it hands. <laughs> just... Well, I mean, even still, like, the the, um, the, the good old-fashioned three-and-a-half-inch floppy disk, mm. which we all know is the save icon now. But then, like, I remember, you know, sort of my... Um, at the point where we had computers at school... They were running three and a half inch floppies. Mm. We didn't have any of the five and a quarter, which were the actual the floppy disks. They they were still floppy, whereas the three and a half inch <laughs> were in the hard ABS case. So it wasn't anyone tuning into the floppy inside, the floppy podcast inside. Was going to yeah. get some weird yeah, the, the, the disk inside, yeah, it was floppy, but there was no <laughs> like even like my dad had a um, an Atari ST for music production, so that even that was. That had the three and a half yeah, inch driving the side, MIDI it, yeah. MIDI controller, the whole the whole works. Had a because um, he was using Cubase Score, which had a um, it was a, a parallel port dongle for doing the licensing on it. A big massive chunky thing that would plug into the back, and the software yeah. wouldn't run without it. You know, it's like proper old school tech. Why? <laughs> You know today's standards yeah but, uh even that you know that, that whole thing of like me being at school a floppy disk to me was a three and a half inch floppy because i hadn't grown up with i hadn't experienced the five and a quarter or the eight mm. inch floppies that eight inch before then yeah 
yeah exactly <laughs> so they were the you know they're, they're the og kind of floppy disks but even the stuff that we know now as floppy disks yeah. you know um, and that, that was too much of the phrase floppy disk that was, i was going to say anyone tuning into that section of the podcast is going to be talking about floppy what yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> three and a half inch floppy yeah yeah <laughs> some people are very happy with that <laughs> but yeah like the like take gaming like mobile phones and all that kind of stuff like what like i think i was 11 when i first got my mobile phone so you're only talking 20 23 years ago yeah. and it was the motorola brick you know the yeah fixed antenna the mm. the nokia 3310s that are like were indestructible and they're still indestructible and i mean people are still trying to murder these things and they're just invincible well that's the two the two magic plastics isn't it or the magic mm. the uh the indestructible materials is nokium they make yeah. nokias out of and <laughs> nintendium which is what they make uh the nintendo consoles and cartridges out of uh, yeah, they're both just variations of ABS, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just seem to be like, yeah, you just drop and like you bury a 3310 for like six months, get it back out, it would just be still on three bars of battery, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still like you know, still playing Snake as if it was you know, day one of the Sony's release, yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite phone though was the, the flip the V3 Razor, if you remember those, they're really thin. Met rid yeah. of flip phones when they were all the rage yeah. until I, I drowned it. So I, I never had one of them, but my dad had about four or five of them. He just absolutely adored them. He just kept getting a, another one every time he could. Uh, or yeah. sending a text message where I had to press the buttons about a million times to get like a <laughs> for the T9 yeah. predictive. Yeah. Oh, hey, happy. <laughs> wasn't wasn't the function on my first mobile phone yeah there were sms's originally yeah or when you when you get the message come up saying um that there's no more space for more messages because you've got 10 on your phone <laughs> you had to decide which of your mates you were going to delete the message of <laughs> <laughs> or like mp3 players and stuff that you can only have like 32 songs on rather than the thousands that we've got now yeah <laughs> Times are so much simpler. I've still got a couple of those somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they kept them. They're probably worth money now. as a relic. No, they've got that horrible butyl rubber on the outside. It goes really sticky and horrible. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, uh... Isopropyl alcohol to strip it all off back to the bare plastic. And... Yeah. <laughs> it takes, if, yeah, but even with RTA, it takes quite a bit of work to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That Most... sounds like a lot of effort. Yeah, it's a pain when it happens. Absolute pain. Yeah, I've got my um, 3D Space Mouse has started to do that bit of degradation. I'm like, oh, I keep meaning to just strip it back and 3D print a, a TPU housing for it or something. But... <laughs> it's on this to-do list with a million other projects. <laughs> That's it. You make a to-do list and then like, have a thousand things on it and go, oh, that looks new. I want to do that. And then you start and then ignore it, don't you? The trick is, if you're vaguely neurospicy, neuro it's just have everything set up for different neuro, projects. Neurospicy. Yeah. <laughs> and just whichever, whichever project you're in the mood for doing 20 minutes of, you can go do that before you get bored and then have to shift to something else. Oh, we should have the space to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but you need a, an office or I need I need smaller projects. people away from it. Yeah. Or smaller projects. <laughs> 
that's it. I've kind of like I've got all the power tools now. All the big power tools, and I'm like, I need a, I need a garage or something <laughs> like to put them in. Yeah. Well, that's it because they're just in a like one of those catered storage boxes in my spare like my spare bedroom. Like if I open it, it's all gonna fall out. It's one of those like Tetris jobs in there. Yeah. But if I if I yeah, I'm dreading that if I actually want to make anything that I want. Them. There's a few YouTubers and Instagrammers who have used spare bedrooms when they've not had workshops. I don't know if my landlord would allow it. <laughs> <laughs> if this your landlord just, just make them or something. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i mean like it's 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 nice it's nice and nice and cute nice and nice and calm where, where i live and then just imagine like half past 10 one morning like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the village are probably oh, not there let's be just pull up the hand hand tools if you're gonna work inside pull up the hand tools hmm. yeah if you need to mill something down or yeah lug it out or outside or something and yeah, mill it down, but become a become a proper woodworker in some circles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, then have a have a just do, do stuff with hands, pencils. Yeah, or if, yeah. if you're doing DIY, yeah, you would, you would, yeah. I've certainly said it if I've, you know, when I did the flooring here, which we've got a uh, uh, engineered wood laminate floor in here mm. it's like i wasn't going to go outside and cut all the pieces outside it was the saw was set up on the floor yeah i just worked across just moved the saw then once needed to go past it and so yeah if you if you clean it up and you've got yeah good side <laughs> i think if like if i had a bigger flat that would certainly be an option but it's uh yeah my, my last place was bigger and i probably could have done that but it was my last flat came with my last job so it was a case of i couldn't mm. i could do yeah. even less than what i could yeah. could do now like my landlord's been pretty good they let me put in a new letterbox and they would like strip it back and like all other kind of bits like all out my own pocket but, you know, yeah I, they like they they like improvements that they don't have to pay for yeah, yeah I mean, i'm not i'm not spent like a great deal of money i think the I think one ten litre bucket of Wix Magnolia did everything but the uh, the hallway. I've still got another ten litre bucket because I was like, I don't know how much I'm going to need, but <laughs> I can always just use it for touch ups, I guess. But um, but yeah, just buying things like coat racks and just little things like that that have been staring at me for a good good little while that I just need to actually five minute job put it up and just stop hanging my coats on the door you know <laughs> uh, yeah we, we finally did that uh we've got three coat racks that we put up yeah. years ago and of course we we had two at adult height and one at child height yeah and then we sort of made the realization the other day of like oh, now that you know sort of fully grown adult height maybe we should lift the coat hook you know, coat rack it up to be so that we've got then mm. a decent length of similar heights that we can put another shoe rack underneath because now there is there are yeah. more coats and more shoes and yeah. yeah that, that was that was my job today was shifting that up. <laughs> I mean like one of the pictures that like picture frames I put up um I'm trying not to drill holes in the walls obviously it's less work for whenever I'm, I move out of the place. But 
I think I'm just going to have to just because of the weight of it this time. And it's just been sat in my living room for like about the last three weeks, waiting for me to put it up. And I go, oh, I need to do that on my next day off, like before a night shift or something, just stick it up. And then another week goes by. Yeah, life happens. I'm not even going to tell you some of the list of some of the projects I've got that fall under that. And yeah, <laughs> a few weeks or months is not that kind of time order we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, at least the good thing I've got is I don't have like management, i.e., a partner telling me <laughs> that I'm adding things to that list to making it longer. And like you, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> thing is, it, if we've said we're going to do it, we're going to do it. You don't need to remind us every six months. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just need to get that. But it's a sign made and put on the. That needs to go on the t-shirt, definitely. <laughs> See, I think I've seen that on some t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I've, I definitely saw one from a meme. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 an oldie. That one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's still true. Very, very little of what I say is original. It's it's usually stolen from uh, either a, a very 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 old and long forgotten dad joke or some meme I saw or some meme that someone sent me at some point on WhatsApp. Uh it's it's like Monty Python films for me. I just like the quotes from that I can do it like any five seconds. And it's just <laughs> especially in my bet like my best mate's Dan, he's like I can say one word of a sketch of a Monty Python and he will just like run with it and we'll do the whole sketch. And it's yeah, just yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the case for me with a, a handful of other niche bits of sci-fi or comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lee Evans jokes. Lee Evans jokes for another one. Uh, up until the mid two thousands, um, yeah, that was the uh, slide at the O two and things. That was mm. um, yeah, yeah. All those kind of things and like Tim Vine just, jokes for me. Oh, just Stuart Francis, Stuart Francis, and. Um, Oh, who's the other one liner? Like Gary something. Um uh Gary Delaney. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah my neighbours have Milton made Jones. a sex tape. They don't know it yet. And it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm I'm going to hell. I'm literally going to hell for laughing at these See, I I've never been a massive Gary Delaney fan. There's just something about him just I'm not sure. It just it doesn't quite sit right with me. But he's I, I, a massive fan of Sarah Millican, mm. and they've been together for a long time. Um, which yeah, it's I mean, it, it's obviously it's, it's perfectly fine to like one member of a couple and not another. But mm. yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> um, it's weird finding out that they were together. Yeah, I was in, when you said it, I was like, really? I was like, I had no idea. Yeah. But like, I mean, Lee Evans and Russell Howard are two, like, two of my two favourite comics, especially being relatively local for me as well. Um, of course, yeah. Both, both Bristol boys, I think. Um, but yeah, like just quoting their stuff and it's just... Or Hot Fuzz, another one. <laughs> as soon as that's literally not far down the road for that's, me that's as well. a local one for you as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like... Uh, let's say my dad, he lives there, he lives like kind of Kidderminster way, so he's like black country kind of accent. Mm. And he just keeps calling me Sergeant Angle every now and then. And <laughs> the fact I do what I do now is even more like kind of apt, but yeah, it's just 
the, the accent doesn't do me any favours sometimes, unfortunately. Hopefully people can understand me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, it, I didn't even twig the accent. I, I spent 12 months living down in Bristol. Mm. Um, but it's, you know, to, you mentioned Russell Howard. You know, he's he's got a very, very kind of strong Bristol twang. Yeah. Um, whereas yours, you know, very subtle, very under the radar. You know, it's... Well, so I'm, I'm half Bristolian, so my mum's Bristolian, my dad's from North Somerset, which is obviously where I live now, so a little bit slightly more generic West Country, <laughs> but when I came up not, to make Not it, full on, I'll speak, you're not, you're not going yeah. to bush, you know. No, no, not, not, not full on. Occasionally <laughs> words, and well, when I say certain words, especially with ours in them at the end or something, yeah. like... You can't escape just, that. No, exactly not, and... Yeah, I just get the piss ripped into you, especially when I come up to like Birmingham and stuff, and I stick out like a sore thumb because, <laughs> like, like Paul Brooks is only an hour; he's an hour further down the motor than me. Motorway than me, technically, technically in Devon, mm. but he like has no accent at all, and I'm like, what? It's like not fair. Yeah, he's he's, he's Exeter way. Yeah, it's about an hour it's, from me. I mean, Ex Exeter's all posh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exeter's posh Devon. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they don't have accents down there. So yeah, yeah. He's, uh, but, but if you get down, if you get Plymouth, yeah, then you get the Janners. Yeah, Janners. different story then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I think I can say that because yeah, I lived in Plymouth for quite a number of years. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just start abusing the people. They like, watch the Plymouth listeners just turn off now. Like right. <laughs> Andy, Andy, take the piss. <laughs> Oh, I think we've we've worked our way around all of the regionalities over the course of the uh, yeah. 101 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Got to Start alienate working. everyone. Start you know, working probably... on the on the Americans or something. There. <laughs> oh, definitely that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't quite like the American accent. I could listen to them all day, really. But that or an Irish one. It's, it's the same thing, though, isn't it? It's it's so. It's very so regional. hugely diverse and yeah. regional, yeah. I'd say we probably have a little bit more regionality in a much denser yeah, I'd probably say so. area, but oh, yeah, I think like uh, in... yeah, I think probably yeah, I think probably yeah, the, the UK. I don't know how it compares to a non-English speaking countries, but I would hmm. suggest it's probably more variation. Per mm. kilometer than is in the states. Yeah, yeah. You compare the sort of yeah a strong Cornish accent to a Geordie accent to a strong, I mean just the variations in Welsh accents. You know, very mm. differences between North and South Wales and West Wales. I mean, even just in just the the, the kind of the sort of Merseyside, Cheshire, Lancashire area. That's that's a relatively small area, but even just within the space of twenty Four miles. Accents there, you? Oh, yeah, I, I could pick out someone from a, a particular part of Liverpool or St Helens or uh, Chorley or you know any of that kind of area relatively easy. Mm. You know, in the space. And then of if you think about it, kind of, yeah, if, you, if you just drive sort of here, you know, thirty, forty miles west and sort of slightly south of the Mersey and you're into North Wales and the yeah absolutely the yeah. accent there it's just huge 
Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not many miles. Two different accents. One side, you know, either side of a river in Wales. <laughs> yeah. I say my sister-in-law's Welsh, and like, it's her accent's not. Well, to me, it's not that strong. But you go somewhere like Merthyr, and it's like a completely different language almost. You like, yeah. Even with a strong like central Bristol accent even i like have to like focus a bit just to kind of, like <laughs> understand what they're saying because i'm like i don't understand you like what are you on about yeah and the, the variation like scottish accents they, yeah they vary from you know re and, and, and irish accents as well you get you know some mm. of the really harsh hard hitting accents that are kind of yeah almost painful to listen to and then you get this, you know, the soft lilting accents that just kind of, yeah, you, know, you can listen to for hours, and you know, just sort of send you off into sort of dreamland. If you can be a bedtime story. Yeah, the Southern Irish accent, I could just sit there and listen to like all day. It's just like one of those accents, you know. But I think, yeah, you just kind of like, yeah, you, you carry on talking. That's that's fine. Yeah. Like the Americans are like. Well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, the one thing about the Americans is they're so like blah, like they're so they're so enthusiastic about everything, which is great. Like you know, and but like for the British people, it's like like whoa, like, <laughs> calm down, <laughs> calm down a bit. Yeah, it's a, well, that's kind of a cultural difference as much mm. as anything, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. But then when I end up meeting Americans and like let's say Maker Central and the Canadians and stuff, you're like, no, you, you carry on talking. I quite happily listen to you all day. It's like listening to TV. Yeah, I mean, like I watch, I watch so much American like YouTube and stuff, like the makers yeah. and stuff. Like I was watching like John Malecki and you know Brad Rodriguez like this evening before I came on, like catching up with their videos and stuff. Mm. And it almost just like is just another accent that I listen to. It doesn't kind of like I jump between the metric and imperial systems every time I'm making something because it depends on whose video yeah. I've, I've watched to make that particular project. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Is the kind of the pervasiveness of American media compared to how little us Brits put out, whether it's, you know, actual, um, you know, kind of proper media versus, you know, uh, user-generated content sort of thing um so much in terms of uh you know kind of the, the young people of today in the uk for instance uh tv that they watch and youtube or tiktok or instagram or it's all the same now anyway isn't it but um the amount of times you hear you know kind of young folk coming out with uh British young folk coming out with Americanisms for things, or yeah. like we've had you know conversations about school shootings and things. I'm like, you're in a, a, a relatively rural town in the middle of nowhere with a relatively small population. It is it is not a thing in the UK. Like I recognise that it is very much a thing out there, and it is horrific. Yeah, you don't need to be worrying about it for you for your school here, you know. We say about like guns, like guns and stuff. Like, every every mother and their dog in like south south parts of Somerset are carrying, like all the farmers and stuff. 
<laughs> they're all they're all mad down there, but I'm, I'm one of them. I can tell. <laughs> just just say, isn't that where Steve's from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's from Somerset. I'm not sure which part of Somerset he's from. So. Uh, no, he's yeah, a Dorset boy originally, but. Oh, is he? Yeah, no, he's, he's. I mean, Steve doesn't need to be packing any kind of uh, fire on. He just throws a shoe or a pint of cider or something. <laughs> a, 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 true, a, true, a true Somerset yeah. guy wouldn't waste any cider by throwing it at someone. No. I have no idea. Put your waste my cider, had I? Let's either that or hammers. I think he's more likely to throw the cider than his hammer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Uh, no, he's a child. He'd talk, he'd talk, he'd talk out of it. Yeah, he'd, he'd, by the end of it, they'd, they'd all be hugging. <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing, like, when I was watching, like, last week when Steve was just chatting away. It, like, just what, let him go. Just gonna let him carry <laughs> on. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, it, it's just reminded me then of, of uh, a very particular, talking Russell Howard before, hmm. of. Um, one of his things that just always sticks in my head of the the difference between being in a like a tube station or a train station in london um especially around kind of like when there's been terror attacks and things uh the difference between that and then being at bristol temple needs station <laughs> and saying that you know like you, you you're in london it's you know um all the the whatever the phrase is for see it and say something about it or whatever yeah um you know it's all the uh here's the you know if they see something suspicious if there's any bank, oh, you know, yeah, parcels yeah, left yeah. unattended or this I and, the other. Doing that, yeah. and then you know it's all like super like ah, high security don't breathe don't fart don't do anything <laughs> and then back at bristol temple meads and you just hear the ear don't feed the pigeons yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the kind of the two worlds apart just separated by the m4 you know <laughs> But you say that like back in the day, like you or like now you see like unattended bag, you start thinking the worst. Back in the day you're like, Oh, I can have that, that'll go nicely with my collection. It'd be in the boot of your car before you'd even finish the sentence. Like <laughs> Well, did they've got any snacks in there? Yeah, yeah something like oh they can be discarded of leak case, that's gonna be you know that'll be <laughs> Peel that sticker off so they don't know it was you know who yeah. it was. <laughs> Uh, how times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't get away with half that stuff now, guys, can you? <laughs> what we used to as kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, nailed down. Yeah. <laughs> I think my phone is probably going to die semi shortly, so I might have well, to. Well, maybe we should get the uh, attention uh, yeah. grabbers yeah. out of the way then. So, yeah, you know what an attention grabber is. What's, what's been grabbing your attention other than Ooh. your dying phone? My dive home. Um, I think mainly I've been binge watches uh, on Amazon Prime called Citadel. Um, okay. I don't know if you've seen it. It's got uh, the guy who played um, one of the Starks in it. I can't think, was it Rob Stark um, in Game of Thrones? I can't think what the actor's actual name is. Um, it's kind of like James Bondy spy, kind of mm. spy related. But I think it's about like half a dozen episodes or something on there. But I literally don't sit there and like binge watch, binge watch that. And it's just like it's almost like YouTube and stuff. I end up going down rabbit holes. Like yeah, um, same with Amazon Prime. But that's definitely worth one checking out if you're a if 
get into the kind of what was spy. This, what was that title again? Citadel. Citadel. Yeah, Citadel. Oh, is that the uh, spies lose their memory and yeah, then they the one, try yeah. and save the world type thing? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, um, I, I've seen trailers for it. I think, oh, I might, might try and watch it at some point. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I did start watching it purely for Pianka Chopra Jonas, but um, you know, it turned out to be actually quite good. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think in terms of like other stuff, like I've been any anytime once Python's on there, like hundred <laughs> percent. I just love the jokes. But I don't know what about what about you guys? Is there is there anything you're kind of like binging at the moment? No, I, I, I recommend. I did. I did uh... The last thing I binge watched was Picard. Um, oh, nice! And then I've had a handful of things like on the list to get through, and just haven't gone back. I kind of go through phases where I'll, I'll game for a little bit and ignore all TV, or then I'll I'll do some films for a bit, ignore everything else. And then, so I'm I'm kind of I'm on the projects phase at the minute. So I've been doing a, a little uh, Raspberry Pi. Temperature monitor from the loft. Um, did a little bit of like learning and coding and stuff. Um, so no doubt I'll get back into TV or films mode soon enough and forget everything else exists. But, yeah. I imagine uh, like when I get when I start making something again, like I just suddenly it's going to take over again, isn't it? I think it's just good news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. What about you, Andy? Uh, I. I think the closest thing to binge watching lately was catching up with MasterChef because because I like MasterChef and it finished this week. I was I was trying to avoid finding out who won. <laughs> yeah, it was like we made the mistake of uh, starting the last uh, the last episode or the last but one episode, last but one episode where they'd gone down from four to three and I hadn't realised that we'd missed one. It's like. Oh, so we know who got kicked out of the one before. So it's like, go back. Well, we know who's going to lose on that one. But it's yeah, it's, it's that. Um, I'm sort of grabbing my attention at the moment. We've been doing a bit of work in the garden. Now weather's getting a bit better. Trying to get a few jobs done. We did no mow May. We're kind of thinking of now turning the garden into a rewild garden. So nice. it's, uh, it's mowing again. Um, we will mow a little bit just because we want some patches and paths and things. Uh, so. Getting the, I was teaching my my kids the, the joys of concrete footings, yeah. <laughs> um, mixing concrete and lumping bags around. My, my youngest was quite pleased to sort of go, oh, I've shifted about 180 kilos of concrete around with all the multiple lifts from into the car, out of the car, yeah, yeah to the mixing uh, truck, and yeah, it was like, yep, and then. Yeah, so that thing, uh, kind of making wise, been quiet this last week. Did a little bit obviously in the men's shed, but nothing that notable. Watching wise, actually, local to you, Matt. Uh, yeah. been, past few weeks, been following uh, something called DIY with Emma, uh, Bristol based uh, lady who is doing kind of DIY at home, yeah, making stuff at home. Uh, clearly making stuff for, I presume does TikTok as well and maybe okay. other mediums. Been making video, clearly making videos for other people. Full time maker, as far as I can mm. make out. Um, cool. Okay. Just, yeah. 
get strong, strong Bristol accent. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just actually, it's quite fun, quite fun to watch. And yeah, it's just like learning as she goes, which, which I was, I was kind of quite appreciative when people sort of show yeah. their mistakes and things. Mm. I'm keen to do that. So yeah, definitely one to check out. No, definitely have to look around. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's nice to find some other kind of like Southwest makers because, like, I only there's know if I can There's a few yeah. around. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. They pulled down the motorway, got safe, who's just across the bridge. Um, got Phil Jarrett, Phil makes things. Yeah, yeah he's not far, he's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bristol as well. Yeah, it seems to be a few more Bristol way rather than down. Yeah. Know, as you go further down the M5, they tend to peter out. Yeah. Um, well, life in general does as you get further down the M5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once you get past Bridgewater or Weston, there's, there's very little else left. Uh, I, I, I mean, I only have to get down as far as Bridgewater these days. I don't need to go any further unless, apart from yeah. when I actually get five minutes to get down to see Paul. But, um, I mean, yeah, the, the M5 when I was coming up to make because the M5 is just such a boring motorway. <laughs> it's just so straight. Yeah. But, yeah. And then I'm right. like, yes, I'm getting off the M5 and now to the M42 car park. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not as bad as the M25 car park, I'll tell you that. No. Yeah. M6 was, was my favourite car park for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I never have to go out that far north. I don't, I've not got, not got me jabs. <laughs> 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 I used to do the because uh, I'd moved from the northwest down to Bristol, so doing that whole M6, M42, M5, M4, M32, yeah, yeah, because I was I was um, I was sort of fish ponds away, yeah. So yeah, it was doing the full run. If I was, if I'd been at my dad's in Liverpool, it'd be like M57, M62, M6, wow. M5. M4, M32. That's a <laughs> to lot left about three way. times, that was it. Yeah. I'm just thinking of all the 50 mile an hour sections. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Most of the time, no need for them either. It's just like, there's no workers. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been on the M20 lately, have you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> permanent 50 for ages smart motorway apparently yeah uh -huh. very smart everyone's going slower to me yeah so uh, the yeah. speed limit is enforced to protect or like you know in place to protect the workforce i'm like what, what workforce, what workforce? <laughs> the bloke having yeah. a brew in his cab because no one else is around yeah <laughs> yeah one guy moves a cone every like couple hours just to you know me look like he's done something <laughs> oh but Oh. Anyway, I probably will have to head I was going to see if I was going to die. Where can people find you, Matt? Uh, so I'm purely just on Instagram, uh, DIY underscore wannabe. Um, I've always thought about doing some other kind of like social media, like a Facebook page or something, but no, I'm just on Instagram for now. But uh, yeah, kind of varied making stuff at the moment to just, you know, putting up a coat rack or whatever, just, you know, just so people don't forget me. Yeah, yeah, just DIY. Yeah, take the photographs, post it up. Apart from yeah. painting, like that's that whoever professional painters like they need. I don't know how they do that all day. <laughs> yeah, mad. they're a special breed. That and plasterers. 
there are people who enjoy all sorts of things. We should not. We should not. Um... <laughs> Don't kick shame here. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, I just like painting, painting this flat a couple hours. It like you know it was just, I was, I was ready to done, and I somehow managed to get more paint on the floor, and myself than the actual wall. Correct. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's, the, it's all the prep, the moving stuff around, and it's just like. Yeah. Wallpaper but, is worse. Than, yeah. Ugh, absolutely not. But yeah, no, I'm just on yeah, just on Instagram. So yeah, come and look me up, and I'm happy to chat and kind yeah. of discuss projects if anyone has any ideas or anything. Yeah, cool. But no, thanks for having me on, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure. And nice to see you guys again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll say, we'll we'll say goodbye to the uh, the audience and uh, yeah, see everyone next week. Bye, folks. Yeah. Cheers. Bye.